What's going on everyone? Welcome to cartoon season. Lots of good stuff today. Well, really only one thing. It is the Mitchells versus the Machines. That's what we're doing today. Uh, because of course, I am Tyler and this is where I talk about different kind of things when it comes to animation. Sometimes movies, sometimes TV shows, uh, as long as it's cartoon-ish or it's anime-ish. Uh, we're, we're here. We're here to discuss it. And, uh, yeah, today is all about the Mitchells versus the Machines. Good stuff. <laughs> um, great film. Great film overall. It's another really good movie. Netflix. Netflix killing it, honestly. Um, movie that I heard a lot about. Never got around to watching it until very recently. And let me tell you, let me tell you, candidate for animated movie of the year. Let me, let me say, I know, well, we'll get into that, but, um, yeah, lots of good stuff to talk about here. I'm going to talk about the art style, of course, which is one of my favorite things about the film. Um, I'm going to talk about how Katie, you know, kind of, you know, I guess probably like the, the main in your face plot is Katie outgrowing the family. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well as the reality of pal, um, and how that is very much uh, lots of similarities to real life here with uh, with the whole pal thing um yeah before we get into that make sure go to the uh what was it <laughs> we'll go go to the tiger to youtube channel that's where you can find other episodes of this as well as anything else um, or if you're more of an audio only kind of person you can go to pretty much any podcast platform um, there really are a lot of a lot more podcast platforms than I thought there were, but uh, we're we're on pretty much all of them. And uh, yeah, more episodes there. But today's episode is what we're talking about today, because today is today. And like I said, I want to start off with the art style of this movie because I think it is really fantastic. Um, I really like them mixing 2D and 3D elements here. Um, even in the shot, if you're watching on YouTube, I have a little nice little uh, little screenshot here for you where we got the 3D, of course, of the character model, but then we got the 2D of everything else. <laughs> everything else right now is 2D. I mean, I guess they could have made it in 3D, but it's uh, 2D visually, I'll say. Um, and yeah, I think they do a good job with that throughout the entire film, um, where there will be nice little, like, um, like stingers, or well, I don't know what it's called, but like... You know, nice little moments like this, where this is a moment in the actual film where she's talking about something, I don't know, and she has like a nice little freeze frame, and it's her, but then we have little 2D cutouts and drawings and doodles and whatever, like, on top of it, um, and I think that's a really cool thing they did, because, um, you know, uh, mixing mediums like that, or at least mixing visual styles like that, is always interesting to look at for the eye, right, um, keeps it new keeps it fresh you know keeps you always guessing as to what the next scene is going to look like um you know even though i mean i mean again this isn't like the style of the film that only happens in shots here and there but it happens enough for it to be like this is what this movie is um and one of the comparisons i was making to it as i was watching it and then even by the time i finished it it reminded me a lot of into the spider-verse um, which is a movie that came out a few years ago praised for its visual aesthetics and um, that was another one where they kind of mixed a bunch of different types of animation together um there's even like new stuff that they did to like again there, there's stuff in that movie that i feel like you've never seen anywhere else and 
that's a lot very much like this movie where there are things in the movie that I've never really seen before. I maybe have seen it in small bursts in other films, but the way it's utilized here is so good. You know, like even this shot right here, like what's going on right now? But there is a lot of like collage shots in this film. Um, and I think that is really important for, I mean, not only visually, but also like it, it, it helps with the story um, because this does look, you know, the, the film itself, there's lots of scenes in this movie that it looks like Katie made this movie. You know, like this shot right here, this comes straight from like when we watch her little movies that she makes, this is what her movies look like, you know? So I think that adds to it as well. I'm not saying that like Katie made this movie, you know, it's not like a big, like overall, like, oh, the, she was, she was asleep the whole time. Like, you know, I'm not looking for that kind of twist, but it does add to it. Right. Um, because a lot of this movie is just her, you know, the centerpiece of this movie is her, of course, we'll talk about that later, but I just think them mixing all this stuff, like even images, like in the top left there, you see images of real arms, <laughs> you know, like someone took a picture of an arm and cut it out and, you know, put, put it on the film and I don't know, just, just the visual, the visuals of this movie, fantastic, um, you know, and I also think that's something that's really important too for I mean animated movies especially like you don't want at least in my opinion you don't want to make a movie and people say oh this you know this movie looks just like this movie you know it's like oh well, no I mean this is our movie we made it and you know it's like oh well yeah but I mean it looks just like this movie like visually like you don't really want that you kind of want to stand out and for people to leave it and be wow that was that was crazy um, and I feel like that's that was accomplished with this one, even though I know earlier on I said it looks like Spider-Verse. This movie does not look like Spider-Verse. Um, it's very reminiscent to Spider-Verse in the sense that I feel like there's lots of things being mixed together. Um, but this movie does not look like Spider-Verse. Um, this looks like its own thing. Um, which again is, is, is one of the critiques that people have of like Pixar movies. Or Pixar movies, a lot of them just kind of look all the same. You know, obviously over the years, the... The, in, the, the the fidelity of them have gotten much better. But when a Pixar movie comes out, you're like, oh yeah, that looks just like, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's Pixar. Which is good, it's very clean, it's very high quality, but it can get boring, you know? And I think that's what this movie did better than many, many, many other anime movies, which is avoid being boring, <laughs> which I think is a, a goal for every movie, but this one accomplished it like far and away. Um, and then even with things like, there was like, uh, you know, obviously a big focus of the movie was the technology, you know, her on her phone all the time and they've played with filters, right? When we, we would look through her phone to whatever her phone was looking at and there'd be phone filters on there. And that was another nice way of, of, you know, throwing some visual spice into this movie. Um, you know, cause we would see it in little chunks where it was literally just her pointing her phone at like her dad and having a, like a cat filter or whatever. But then a lot of this movie, there was a few shots here and there where it looked like there was a phone filter being put on it. Um, and again, I don't think they're going for the angle that Katie made this movie, but, um, I think again, this just adds to its uniqueness in terms of how it was shot and what they added to each scene when they didn't really have to, um, yeah, I just think art style, fantastic. I think that's a, a a green check for this movie, at least, where, you know, because 
because like I said, there are other movies that you watch and you're like, okay, this, this doesn't look that great. <laughs> you know, and again, it's not necessarily the quality of it, but it's just like, movie looks like we've, movie we've seen a million times. So then you have to focus on the story um, because the visuals are just kind of going over your head because they, they don't matter. They don't stand out. Um, but this movie, I think, excelled in both the visual and the writing. Um, that's good. And then the second thing we got going on here is Katie outgrowing the family, which is the A-plot of this film. And um, I think it's, again, it's it, it's not a story, at least at its base, that we've never heard before. Um, you know, of, of the, the kid growing up and growing out of the things that the family does. Um, you know, especially even the angle of like, oh, my, my dad, my parents don't understand me. You know, we've seen that a million times, but I think that this movie does, you know, a very good job of it. You know, like, even though it might be rehashing some things, to me, it never felt like this movie is just this other movie, you know, um, which always at the very base level is a very good bar <laughs> to, to, you know, to at the very least reach, right? You don't have to skyrocket past the bar, but as long as you get over that bar, I, f I feel like it's acceptable. And I thought this movie did that, where... You know, one one pillar of it was obviously the Katie and the dad relationship. We see they were very close, young, um, but then Katie grew up and found her other things that dad wasn't into, dad couldn't relate to, and with the whole movie thing, the, the visual effects, the visual storytelling, like, he didn't get it, right? Like, he at, at his base, he doesn't get technology, right? We even see in this image right here, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. If you're on audio, uh, I have an image up where... They are uh, family dinner, basically, at, at sitting at the dinner table, and uh, the mom, Aaron, and Katie are all on their phones, and the dad is not on his phone, and he's just kind of looking very, not bored, more like, more like just done with the situation of like, oh, everyone's on their phones, I want to have a nice meal together and talk with each other, but everyone's on their phone, so I can't, <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of the mood he has right now. Um, more like disappointed, I guess, maybe, maybe a good, good word. And, um, yeah, that's kind of where he's at. And again, I, I never thought that the dad was like a bad dad in this movie. Um, I mean, I, I do think there's a couple of things he did where, which were a little questionable. Um, him breaking the laptop was, was pretty bad. I think that's unacceptable. Um, I mean, especially like, I mean, I'm sure like Katie could have gotten all her files, like all her movies and stuff off of there. As long as it wasn't, like, damaged too bad. Um, you know, because, I mean, I feel like technology nowadays is pretty durable. But but still, like, that's that's not okay. Um, her whole passion is on this laptop, and you just destroyed it. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I, I never really thought he was bad. I just thought he was frustrated with how she has kind of drifted away from him and how he wants to be closer to her, but he just can't do it you know that is just a wall you know like him getting him understanding this technology stuff it's just impossible for him you know like he had to sit down for like a hundred hours <laughs> you know like he he almost he, 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 he had like a mental breakdown trying to subscribe to her youtube channel <laughs> you know it's like what it's like uh it takes you what like 10 seconds to, to load up youtube go to a youtube channel and click subscribe you know uh it took him about four hours <laughs> and um yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's obviously the, the main dynamic we see in the movie is them two kind of butting heads the whole time. But I thought it was nice because, again, it's something we've seen before. 
But I think they did a really good job of it. Them incorporating the technology, them incorporating her passions. And then we see more of him too, where he's more of the, like the outdoorsy type, you know, he, you know, and then even them coming together in the end with, you know, uh, the mom revealing to the daughter that, you know, he built that cabin in the woods, right? And like, it was beautiful. Like it, it was a work of art, you know, it wasn't just functional. And for Kitty to see that and be like, oh, wow, he's kind of an artist. And for them to, and for him, for her to get like more of an appreciation for what the dad does because of that. Um, and then obviously, you know, we see more like the homemade movies and that, um, you know, that brings some memories to her as well. Um, you know, and then by the end of it, with the end of the world <laughs> being at stake, the dad also compromises a little bit and gets more into her world of, uh, you know, having to like up up upload the virus or whatever. And then, you know, like I said, subscribing to the YouTube channel. Um, but it was nice. It was nice. Um, another person here, we got Aaron, little brother. And um, he definitely gets Katie more. He's definitely on that like weird spectrum. Very much into dinosaurs. That's cool. Um, you know, but even that, we get through that. And Katie has to go to college. And, he's, and now she's leaving him behind. Now he's like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do now. Um, you know, now you're not going to be with me. You know, I don't have anyone else to... Uh, you know, because it seems like he enjoyed making the movies with her, and then she also indulged him in his dinosaur stuff. <laughs> and so that was another thing with her outgrowing the family and her having to go off and not be with them for better or for worse. Um, although, touching on the Aaron situation, him meeting the, I think it was just like the neighbor's kid, right? And like them super both being into dinosaurs, that was really cool. That was That was dope. Um, and then by the end of it, they're like hanging out. They have their own little like blanket fort, and like he's like still kind of embarrassed um, to like show Katie and everything. He's like, ah, I, I found someone, you know. I found, you know. So like it, even then, again with the reconciliation with the dad, we had one with the Aaron as well, where it was okay because he actually found someone to be his friend and like have all these similar interests as him. So it's like it's okay if I don't not with Katie every day. Um, and then the last piece when it comes to outgrowing the family, we have the other side of it where not only the family, but now we have the college friends who, you know, she was super psyched about. She went online and saw their projects. Their projects were very reminiscent of her projects. They all have similar thinking when it comes to their like creativeness and uh, how, how they express themselves and with technology and everything like that. And so that's what was drawing her towards them and away from the family. Again, it's, it, it, it's a good thing, though. You know, like, I think there was definitely many moments in this movie where she was like, never coming back, <laughs> never coming back to this family is crazy. She doesn't feel that way now, but I think they're having college friends that understand her. I think that was just more ammunition for her to be like, you know, if I never come back, it's fine. Cause now I'm, t I'm talking to people that understand me, you know, cause even, even Aaron at some level, still just a little brother and i'm sure he'll once he grows up he'll grow out of certain things and even the mom who tries mom still doesn't really understand it she just tries a lot harder than the dad did um you know and again you can't really blame the other friends it's just that's who they are and that's that's the that's how they got it in this movie um but then you know by by the end with the whole outgrowing the family thing like like i said it all worked out with everyone um you know, she still like Skypes them or whatever, FaceTimes them and um, super cool with all her friends. Like, again, it, it worked out, you know, it didn't work out with any animosity. 
um, which is good, which is how it should be. You know, family should support each other. <laughs> that's that's literally the uh, main pillar being a family. And I think by the end, they, they, they did a really good job of showcasing that. Um, then we have the last part, which is the most meta aspect of this movie, which is PAL. Um, you know, very much the Steve Jobs, very much the Apple uh, parallel here, where we have PAL. Uh, virtual assistant, right? Helping with everything. PAL is ever or not, not, well, wait. Yeah, I mean, this... This whole company is everywhere. They apparently have a chip in every electronic device in existence. And um, it's scary. It's it's some scary stuff, you know, because, again, this is very reminiscent of uh, real life. They're always upgrading, right, which happens in real life. Everything is always upgrading. They always have a new version, even if it's not, even if it's super incremental. There's always something new. Um that's happening here and even the whole core of of this aspect of this uh this story or whatever with with this dude don't remember his name not important um is that he upgraded away from the thing that he's had for so long to something very dangerous um a lot more control over what they're doing than just what a virtual assistant in a phone has um but again that just goes to show you always need something new. You know, we you know we can never be happy with what we have. It's always got to be, you know, a new phone or new TV. <laughs> you know, we got those Furbies that apparently have the chips in them for some reason. Um, doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and even the, the showcase here, um, he says like, hey, they're not going to turn evil. <laughs> I I promise. They, they have a fail safe. And then oh, about, uh, about three seconds three seconds after he says that they all turn evil you know but again it, it goes to show like the villains you know <laughs> i mean he's not really a villain but like you know they never think through anything you know he couldn't have possibly taken like there's a failsafe but he couldn't have possibly taken into account the phone he just threw away has now developed emotions and you know the phone has a way to hack into everything couldn't have predicted it <laughs> But still, I guess that point of, you know, even a real life conversation about AI and if, you know, that's obviously the direction we're going, but is it the smart one? Like we've made movies <laughs> about AI going wrong, but everyone is like, ah, don't happen to us though. Like we've learned from that. We see these movies, we see what goes wrong because we're the ones who write them. We know, we know what the issues are, but I mean, at some point, like <laughs> some point we got to realize that like a, a device that is ever learning you know, especially when it's hooked up to the internet where any piece of information, whether it be true or false, it has at its disposal. Not a good idea, but, you know, it's, it's still going to happen. Um, and then even touching on the whole, like, phone situation, controlling them, like, the phone has no faith in humans. We've seen that a million times where, like, humans are imperfect, they get emotional, um, they have greed, you know, they're not about efficiency, they're not about the big picture, right? You... Humans do not think about humans as a whole, as a species. We think about each other individually in like different pockets. Um, and so the phone realized that and they said, hey, the best thing, <laughs> the best thing we can do for humans, we're going to shoot them all into space. <laughs> now, I think they, I, I, now I think Pal was shooting some humans into the sun. I think, I think that was the plan, right? At the very least, it was into space. We shot them into the sun as well. 
Um, just, just get rid of all of them. You know, and then we're gonna have a perfect society because we're all machines, we're robots, we're AI, we can hook up to each other. It's a hive mindset, right? Um, hive mind works because uh, there's no greed, right? There's no individual individuality because it's not necessary. So the species prospers. And let me tell you. <laughs> That's, that's, a, that's, that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, takes away everything it is to be human. But, um, I mean, they're right in a sense. Um, you know, I mean, even like they use Katie's family as an example. And it's like, no, none of them. I mean, especially with the dad versus the Katie uh, rivalry. <laughs> they weren't really taking into account the family as a whole. You know, I think... Katie wasn't really giving her dad. I don't think either of them were giving each other leeway and trying to see the big picture as a family. Um, you know, like Katie wasn't really. Katie just wanted um, recognition and admiration from her father because of the good work that she does. I don't think that she ever really into account as much as she should have how much he doesn't understand this stuff and it's not that he doesn't like it it's that he just doesn't know what this is that you're showing him and then on the dad side it's like you could have made more of an effort to sit down with your daughter and be like hey i want to i want to like what you're doing here i just don't know it <laughs> you know I, I just just help me <laughs> you know and not, neither one of them took that plunge because it was it, it's scary you know for either one of them to kind of you know extend the olive branch but with that they were both being selfish and they, they didn't think of a big picture they think about the family as a whole of how like if one of them just made the sacrifice you know it's not even that big of a sacrifice it's just sitting down and having the conversation you probably could have avoided this whole like very very long running friction between you two something that wasn't existent um first however many years of, of y'all's lives um so yeah and that's something that the robots understood <laughs> but then like some of the robots gained emotions and it's like all right all right guys like there's the two robots at the end or not even at the end that were like halfway through and like that 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 was a great scene by the way um you know those two robots um like trying to pretend they were humans and then they like did like the imaginary stare bit where they went behind the shelf and they came back up with like like they use like markers to like drawn faces. <laughs> that was a that was great um comedic relief during during the movie was you know was those two robots. That was great. Um But yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the movie. Um this movie is like I said fantastic. Another movie that I highly recommend um to watch or to rewatch. I'm sure I'll be rewatching this movie at some point. Because um, like I said, uh, the art style the animation style, everything like that. Visually, it is super pleasing. Um, and then even the story itself, like like I said, it's not like a, at its core, it's not it's not a very new story. But I think they do enough with it, especially with the creative characters and and you know their own perspective. And then even just like the collection of the characters, not necessarily the characters themselves, but like them them coming together and interacting with each other. And then also like. Again, you have the visual, the you know, the visual of just bombastic <laughs> kind of stuff going on here. But even like 
the ridiculousness of the movie of like we have this a plot like the a plot of the film is the struggle with katie and the dad whereas the b plot of the film is the world is ending (laughs) and there's an apocalypse and there's robots going around and this phone is the ruler of the entire world and they are also collecting every human on earth and firing them (laughs) at the speed of light into space into the sun because humans are bad like it's like it's also just that as well like they get into that so early in the movie (laughs) where it's like hey what's that oh the world is ending (laughs) um yeah that's it movie's good um you haven't seen it yet weird that you sat through this whole thing but go watch the movie you'll understand it a lot more and um yeah excited to watch more movies with this uh let me know what you thought of this film let me know what other movies you want to see, other shows, and of course, other than cartoon animated stuff. Um, anime is also on the roster. I've done a couple of those so far. Many, many, like my, my list, guys, super long, super crazy. It's a list of a madman. Um, but I'm, I'm working through it. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, go check out the other episodes. Go check out future episodes. Um, and yeah, that's it. So like I said, until next time, uh, watch more movies, have more fun. And, um, I don't know, sit down, have that conversation sometimes, you know, sometimes it might not avoid the robot apocalypse, but it might make it easier. (laughs)